Blog Talk Radio. everybody, welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. Here we are to take your calls. 914-338-0164 is the call number. Please do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And we also would like you to join us on social media. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio homepage. Uh, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. I had to think for a minute. To remember what it is. So many pages. So little time. Okay. So let's get the page set up here. Running a little behind this morning, but luckily it looks like our show is populated to the Blog Talk Radio homepage. So that's or to the to the live page. So we're on. Um and I've got to post our shows, Neil. So why don't you get us started while I do all those other things I've got to, those little housekeeping items. Well, housekeeping is a woman's work, isn't it? You're busy sewing today. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, it's a funny word, so. No, S-O. S-O. Not S-E-W, but S-O. Well, I know, but Strange word. Oh, S-O, S-E-W, or S-O-W. Well, we're getting sore discussing it, uh, so, of course, you know, we always try to bring up a psychic topic in the midst of, uh, in the midst of this chaos. <laughs> and it, I, I think there's somewhat of an analogy between uh, climate change and the changes that we go through in our lives that produce friction and deterioration and all kinds of other wild and crazy things. But the, the attitude of how, we, how do we regulate our chakra systems? Because we don't usually go to the doctor and say, I need, you know, my chakra systems are out of whack and we need to, I need to regulate them. Well, how does one balance their chakra systems? Well, you can do use a scale. You actually can use a scale. It's a different uh, kind of scale, it, I'm sure. You can do it, first of all, ground level by the way of breathing. So you visualize each chakra, separate chakra, starting with the first, and you take a deep breath through your nostrils. You focus on that chakra and the region surrounding it. You hold your breath for about 20 seconds. 
and then you exhale through your nostrils. And that chakra has now received a sufficient amount of oxygen. And then you do likewise with the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh chakra with about a 20-second hold of breath. Uh, now, this, what this does is that this chakra commingles with the oxygen level that you're intaking and sending downward. Chakras don't really need oxygen, but <clears throat> because they're, in, they're involved in the body and they're inhibited by the body, there's some form of codependent energy that is produced between the chakra system and the body system. It'd be much like the pressure inside a diving belt as opposed to the pressure outside the diving belt and how deep and how far you can go. But there is a regulated energy between the two, even though they're separate entities in of themselves. The diving belt has nothing to do really with the content of water. Well, chakras don't really have anything to do with the content of oxygen. When we die and we no longer are oxygen-bound or oxygen-equipped, our chakras don't die. No, so they, how do you feed a chakra? Ooh, let's ask to our caller. Yeah. Oh, we have a caller. Yeah, we do. Let's see if our chakra, our chakra, our caller knows the answer. Little pop quiz to see if uh, this caller's been listening to past podcasts, because I'm sure this has been mentioned. Who, hi. 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 This is Camille, um, who I used to Camille, call quite hi. a bit. Yes. Hey. Hi. I missed the question. Okay. Do you do you have any idea on how to feed a chakra? How to see it or feed it? Feed it. Oh, um by by consciously tuning into it. Consciously uh, tuning into it. I think. That would be the first, well that would be the step one of connecting to it, but that's actually how to feed it. No, I, that's a, uh, well, yeah, you yeah, get the really Tuning into it is actually correct because what you're doing is you're sending consciousness to the chakra because you can't right. send food there or liquid. So um, that's somewhat akin to uh, sending a breath to the chakra. But it would be breath. But tuning into it, and then the content of what you're tuning into, what your what your thought process is at the same time, is important as well. But that's a, a fair it's, answer. Okay, so you don't get it, and eh. but but it was it was a base level answer. It was you've got the foundation. So okay. Do you have a question? Yeah, what's your birthday again? I, I should remember it, but I do not at this moment. Yes, July thirteenth, nineteen seventy six. Seven thirteen seventy six. Since Camille is um, the person who relocated from Oakland to to uh, what is it? I, I can't. City. Lincoln City. Lincoln City, Oregon. I, yeah, I can't. Oh, she's the one in Lincoln yeah, City. Yeah, with the daughter. Yeah. Any big changes in Lincoln City? Tio, you always ask that. Yeah, you know, there's they're building stuff. They're building stuff always. They got rid of the movie theater because now they're making housing. Oh, that's terrible. Um, 
that's terrible, but what can you do? But it's tourist season, summertime, everybody's here. So it's been nice, beautiful weather. My daughter has been blessed to go on vacation a few times this summer already, so I have several days in, in little chunks to be to myself going to the beach and marching to the beat of my own drummer with her, you know, safely at camp or whatever. So it's been very exhilarating, very beautiful. You know, I used to uh, go to that movie theater, and they mm-hmm. always we got movies that were old. You know, they had been out for a long time. And um, Oh, Bijou. Yes, the Bijou. Yeah, the Bijou Theater. I used to go there. So one day they showed a movie called Nightwing. And in the middle of the movie, the film broke. And the oh. manager the manager came out and tried to convince us that that was the way the movie ended. It was only like 45 minutes into the film. That's and funny. Because they were struggling, you know, nobody asked for their money back. But, boy, that was an old theater. Now, there's another theater in Depot Bay that actually had spittoons in the okay. aisle. And that was in Depot Bay. But, uh, no, Toledo, Toledo. Oh, okay. I probably... Yeah, but uh, I, I, yeah, I imagine all the motels are still there. There used to be one called the International oh, yeah. Dunes. Um, oh. It's probably been changed now. But anyways, uh, so what's your question? Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, can I ask one that is in relation to another person? Sure. I have their birthday is um, yeah, August 16th, 1997. I did remember her name. That was one thing I did remember. So, what is it? Yeah, there's a man who is interested in me. His birthday is August the 16th, 1997. Oh, I ate... 16, August 16, 1997. Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, he's very interested. And I'm, you know, likewise. So there's an age difference there. I mean. Correct. Correct. 22 years, right? 23 years? Uh, 21. 21. 21 and a half. I mean, no, it's really 21 because he's born in August. Okay. Well, 21, you know, what's interesting about 21-year difference is you're 7 and 3, and your month and day multiplied as 21. Oh, that's right, huh? (laughs) Okay, I I see that. Do you want to explain how they're connected? Um, Sure, sure. I have to look at their birth dates real quick. So... Um, because I'm typing in the chat as well as looking at the, and we have other callers too. So 817, we're going to get to you. Don't worry. Um, your day, your days, 13 and 16, are interchangeable. So what that means is if you put an X between those numbers, his 1 to your 6 becomes your day 16. Your 1 to his 3 they're, becomes... Well, they're aligned too. No, they're not. The years are aligned. I know, but I'm on her day right now. Oh. I'm on her day. Oh, okay. Okay. Your one to his 
three becomes his day, 13. Now we'll move over to the years. So the years actually align. They're not interchangeable. Um, so stacked on top of each other. Wait a second. Yeah. So year nine to his seven becomes his year 97. Year six, or his seventh year six becomes year year 76. So do you see how we did that? Yeah. Or no? You do. I see so it. it's, it's an X between the days, and it's like they're just stacked on top of each other in the years. So that's the connection. You guys, the days add up to a 29. That would suggest maybe some kind of family past life or a sexual past life, a relationship, something like that. Um, but 29 is, you know, there's a darkness in 29. So I don't know. Um, what that means for the two of you yet, 15, 6, 8, and 7, your months, add up to his third number as well as the last number in your year, 6. And he holds, I mean, so, you know, there's there's all kinds of stuff See, going thing, on. What is her master number? The I thing is, is uh, your, your master numbers together become a 12, seven, which right. is a 3, and that's in your third number. I hadn't even added up the master number. So numbers, you right? have a past life connection to this man. Definitely. Right. But past what's his, what's his karmic master number? Because I, I got thrown He's into karmic. Thanks. She's 34-7. So, so 12. You do have a, you do have a um, history with this man on a past life level. You, your history is such, though, that you both meet each other once you've gone through your immediate karma. So the meeting that you had was being withheld until later in life. For me, yeah. And so, um, your uh, your your connection, though, in terms of how you ultimately were meant to meet, is past life. That's number one. Number two, um, the the connection is a promising one. Now, there is probably a reason why he's older than you, although your no. master numbers... No, well, I'm huh? older than him. He's older than him. When was... Oh, he's, she's... Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a reason why um, you're older than him because of the the zone that you're a seven and he's a five. Well, there's a difference. So somewhere in that initial meeting you had, in the lifetime that came after that, your, your, your zones got out of whack. Something happened in one of the lifetimes, maybe both of you in separate lifetimes, where the age difference expanded. That's kind of what happened to Neil and I, actually. I mean, truthfully, that's what happened to us. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes it's because, you know, there was a mother-child incident and something like that in the past life. That wasn't this case. This was a previously a sexual relationship that got separated by by uh, proceeding lifetimes, which disrupted the age element and brought it to a you know approximately 21 year difference. But that's okay, no problem. The, the, the only thing that you know you would have to we don't really have time. We have other callers, but on another on another highlight 
of, of a day you would say how you met him? Maybe you could tell us briefly how you met him, it's, under what circumstances. I'm just right. Just real, okay, is is he is he involved in anything? I mean, this kind of guy. I don't know if I'm picking this up because of the area you live in, or or if he's is is or if it's really psychic. So I don't know. Um, oh, but I'm getting yeah. water. Something with fishing? Is did you do anything with boats? Anything like that? I don't know. I don't know. We met. Yeah, I I'm a reader as well. He he heard me speaking, and he kept calling in and listening in. So he was attracted to me by this. So, as so a you reader. have wait. He's reading. He's calling in a show. You have a show. Not on Blog Talk, but it's I have another network. Yeah. Hmm. He heard me speak. How is that network, by the way? <laughs> um, it's something. It's beautiful. I I host rooms. Like I give. I'm yeah. Frequently host rooms and um, <laughs> do give paid readings. So. Do you get a lot of callers? Yes, I do from all around the world. You're kidding. Well, we, if, you know, if you would message us what network you're on after the show, I would really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Do. I mean, you may not want to mention yeah. it on the air, but. Oh, yeah. No, I can, I can message you. I'll message you. Yeah. Message to me all. Okay. But, yeah, he's, and he's actually, I've never met him in person, but he's in Virginia, but it's oh, been, this has been going Virginia. on. Yeah, this has been going on since <laughs> January. So. He has this like a sexual level yet? I mean, very much so. It's yeah. very um, intuitive and sexual. Yeah. And when I look at pictures of him and me and my daughter, we all look like a family. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, we look there like some family yeah. connection. So he doesn't even live in Lincoln City. So the boat, whatever is coming in about boats and water. Virginia is, I mean, there's like bays and all that kind of stuff close to the water. I don't know if he ever has, you know, you may want to find out. Now it's more interesting because, you know, you may, you may assume that someone who lives in uh, uh, Lincoln City may have done something with water. So it would be more significant even if he has. See, the significant factor, we're going to get to our other callers, Camille. You can always call back. But the significant factor is you met him in the sixth chakra. And you have a six in your year, and he has a six in his day. In fact, his day has a six, and then his whole day is a 16-7. And then he has a seven, your master number, in his year. So there is a um, there is a connection there as to why you met him in this kind of an environment. Uh, but, it, I mean, you're going to have problems because of the distance. Right. You know, it's not going to be easy to formulate this kind of an energy, but um, I think he's come. I think he's come from a lot of pain and hardship, and I think he's seeking someone that connects to his soul. And you guys have a history of being soulmates. Soulmates only mean you've had a history in your soul with the person. It doesn't mean they're ideal. It just means you're soulmate. Yeah. You're, Here's the difference. No, right. You know each other on a soul level. Quick difference. Karmic mates, you know, are people who are strictly karmic mates, people who have only encountered each other on the earth plane. People that have encountered each other on the soul plane are soulmates. So it can be anybody. 
that you connected with in the astral realm. Yeah. So, you know, I would suggest you continue the the correspondence and have fun with it if it gets into sexual play and all that. Have fun with it. But, you know, the depth of, of their relationship is just not about sex. It's going to be about the depth of what you're trying to bring back to the relationship from a past life that was unfinished. And that can be a positive thing or it can be a challenging thing. You also have to be a little bit leery, not that I'm suggesting anything, about his sincerity about being monogamous. Because he uh, right. has a big, it's real easy for you him know, to say he's monogamous yeah. and not be. You got to be not a little careful the there because um, I wouldn't at the starting gate say he's monogamous. He might prove to be, but at the starting gate, I'm a little suspicious. But nonetheless, oh, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. they have eleven too. I don't know why. You so that's say where that. it starts. That's where it starts, One. at least for this radio show. Okay. Good to connect with you, Camille. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely message me after the show, okay? Yeah, I just, I just messaged you. Um, I, through the Facebook. I just messaged you right now. Perfect. Perfect. So I really appreciate that. Okay. Cool. Thank okay. you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Okay. Bye. Okay. We have a caller from 817. Hi. Hey, what's up? How are y'all? Fine, thanks. What's your name? Uh, Javier. Oh, hey, Javier. Javier. It's been a long hey. time. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I listen to your show, but I haven't got a chance to call in. Well, here you are. What's so your birthday is- uh, July 22nd, 1980. Happy birthday. Thank um, you. Camille, happy birthday it. to left. I mean, it's, it's, July's over, but... <sighs> yeah. Okay. 1121. Okay, what's your question? Uh, well, my question was about children. I was wondering if, uh, if I was going to I'm getting older now, and I just, you know, I've never had children, um, blood, you know, my own children. And uh, I was just wondering if maybe that was in the cards or if you saw anything about it. Well, question, I have a question, because you've had this long, long engagement to... Yeah, still engaged. (laughs) You're still engaged, and we've been talking to you for how many years? Uh, it's been a while. I don't like two. I don't know. Probably five years. While. So you haven't yeah. made a commitment. Yeah. You haven't made a commitment yeah. to your, to your. I mean, a solid commitment. You live together. We haven't got married. Yeah. I you mean, live together though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the the question is. Why haven't you gotten married? And is this the person you really want to have children with? I mean, children are possible, Javier, in your future. You're born in 1980, so you're 43 years old. I mean, it's not too late. I mean, men can have children until they're 90 years old. They don't ever have a yeah. problem, you know, due to age. Women obviously don't have the, the lifespan of fertility that men do. But... As far as having children, yes, it's a possibility. You're 29, 11, 2, that's second chakra, so that's reproduction. 
Um, but but my my concern is the relationship that you're in, and ha- bringing children to the world into a relationship that's not really solid. Yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, it's like they're married. I mean, just the paper, right? Significant. I mean, I'm committed. I mean, I'm committed. I mean, I'm faithful and uh, respectful, and I do everything I can for her. I do have my own battles sometimes with the relationship and not, you know, not having her full. You know, not not. Uh, her loving me like I love her in the sense of her taking care of me like I take care of her in those like situations, she, you know. You don't feel like she cares for you as much as she cares as you care for her. Yeah, but I'm I'm growing and I know that that's not important. What's important is if I, I love her to the truest ability that I can. I mean, it's just little stuff that gets to me. Maybe she doesn't think of it. You know, like if I, you know, go get her, you know, some things and or get go out of my way for her, then I feel like she should go out of her way for me on some stuff, you know. So just little stuff like that, I think. Um, what's her birthday? Hers is um, May seventeenth, nineteen eighty. 1980, and there was something that I that I remember about um, either I remember it or it's something I'm picking up where there was maybe some problems with you looking at other women and her having problems with it, or you having you know still interest in other women in your life. Is that the case at all? Uh, well, I just felt like you know, like I don't know, I don't know if. I'm really meant to be with her or not, or she, I mean, everything's fine with her, but with me, I, you know, I have, I I don't know, maybe, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, just a struggle with some of that. But I'm not talking about her gaming or, like, disrespecting her or anything like that, you know. Your question was, are you going to have children in this lifetime? Your code suggests that you will. But the the children that you potentially will have are there in your code? but you've got to find the pathway to get get there. there. So you do have an established code for children. Your pathway is contingent on your relationship. So, yes, you're eligible to have children according to your code. But there seems to be something that could be blocking the passage of children that's got to be removed, and that would be something in the relationship department. Uh, you sound like you're committed, and she sounds like she's committed. The way you're phrasing it is that you 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 are more openly committed, and she seems to be a little bit indifferent at times. So the question would be, it, does she really want children? 
And is she keeping the relationship alive because she needs it, but she keeps blocking children coming in, so she creates issues because maybe she doesn't want to get pregnant. So you have to talk with her about what your plans are for the future and what could be removed in the relationship where you two could grow and become a couple that produce children. Then you got it made. And it, and with this individual, you could still do it with this person. I mean, the two of you become a six, and six is a, a, a fair good, fairly good number. It's in her first two numbers of her, of her month and day. Uh, you don't really have a six per se, but you do have a six in the separation between your two of your day and the eight in your year. So it doesn't matter. I mean, the four... When you do become a six together, that's a vision. So you've got to have a talk with her. Have you had a talk with her about having children? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know that maybe, well, I was like, maybe we can't have children, you know, because it hasn't happened. We've been together a long time. Well, the, thing, the thing about and, her uh, is... Sometimes that it affects me, you know, like, uh, I don't know it affects her, but... She probably don't but, say anything, but, but uh, you know. It's... She's 43 years old, and yeah. her biological clock is, is, you know, this is, the, if you're going to have children with her, it's the time, because she's not going to have a lot more time left. To Plus, 43, you think, raising a child at 43, you're in your 50s when yeah. they're... When they're seven, I mean, you're 60 when they're teenagers. It's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, like, so, you know, there's, there's, like, there's uh, all those considerations, Javier. And I don't know. Like well, yeah, Neil said, I mean, it's what, in your map. That's what I was whether like. Whether it's manifest or not is uh, a different story. And if, you, if, if the relationship is moving, isn't moving forward and is stagnant, then it becomes more difficult. No. What, what, are you guys using protection now? Why hasn't she gotten pregnant? Uh, well, I don't know. Well, you don't know. Wait, you, you don't know if you're using protection? No, I'm not. We're not using protection. But you're not using protection. I mean, do you like... Withdraw. I mean, do you withdraw? Use the withdrawal method. I, I hate. So I, I don't want to be too nosy in your sex life. But well, you see, how is she, she not becoming pregnant with your not using protection? There must be something that's preventing uh, her. I think you. I think it's like physically hard for us to have. So, so she's got to that way. Physically hard yeah. for her to have children. Well, you know, you got to think it over then. The, the, your answer to, the answer to your question is your code says you can have children. So there's no destiny that says you won't. But the code is contingent on the relationship. And if this relationship, you're going to have to settle in your mind that if you want to keep this girl, you may not have children. If you want to have children, you may have to separate from this girl and find somebody else. Unless you have a discussion with her, and get to the bottom of what the difficulties are in her body and start to take, uh, make an effort 
to, to for her to get pregnant. And which would mean like IVF, you know, you have to go to a fertility doctor. Do you guys have insurance that would cover that kind of treatment? Uh, we haven't looked really into that. You know, it's kind of, sometimes it's hard to talk about it to yeah. her. But. So what I'm, what I'm getting and what I've gotten from you for years, Javier, is a, you know, you're kind of like, well, you know, I'm with this girl. I'm just kind of, you know, riding the wave. There's not a lot of proactive motion to set your goals with each other and, you know, as a couple. And so you need to have a serious talk with her. You need to figure out, do we want, do you want to, I mean, where is a relationship headed? Is this a relationship of convenience? Are we still in it because we're, um, because we are uh, relying on each other, but it's not totally a great match? It's like, it's like, uh, it's like being an older couple already, you know, it's like, we take right. care of each other kind of that way, but, well, that's, you know. that's okay. That's okay, but if there's a lack of passion or the love is more like a love that you would have with a friend than a partner, that's yeah. a, a different situation. And you've got to really examine where you're going with that because you don't want to bring children into the world in a relationship where you don't have, you don't have a solid foundation for those kids or your partnership and it sounds like you know well, we don't know I don't know my insurance I don't know about this you want kids but all all of the things that you need to do to get there have not even been examined in, in to any capacity this is we're not, it's funny we're not doing psychic readings today it's like well, a baseline but um, well, it, it's just yeah, psychic rapid you know, you're going to have to make up your mind. If you want children and you can't have a constructive dialogue with her, you're going to have to weigh whether you want to keep this relationship minus children, perhaps, or be bold enough to move forward. I just Dion on. I Dion the next. So, uh, you know, that's going to be a tough decision on your part. Nothing says that anything has destiny in it. It's going to have to be made up in your mind. Obviously, you want children. So the other, the only other thing you could do is maybe a doc. Well, but, that's and that's very expensive. Yeah, I don't think I mean, he has the funds you know, for that. If you want to have children, you're going to have to have a different kind of dialogue with her because it sounds Major. like you two have been saying the same record over and over again, playing the same tape, and that tape won't change no matter how many times you play it. The dialogue's always going to be the same. So you got to break that record. And yeah. put on a new one and start talking about being constructive about having children. First of all, you've got to say to her, do you want children? Do you want them? And if she says, no, I really don't, or I would like them, but I don't think I want them, ultimately. Then you're going to have to say, well, then what do I want more, you or children? If you want children more than her, you're going to have to separate. And you're going to have to find someone else. At 43, for her, you know, we're starting to get into risky territory also. So it's harder on the female's body. The older they get, the more miscarriages there are. It's it's more difficult. So I would have this conversation ASAP. Okay. 
Okay, Javier, we got to move on to the next caller. Yeah, right, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, bye. bye. says love and like Pillsbury's popping fresh dough. Yeah. You said, huh? You said, huh? <laughs> oh. no, you said nothing. You said nothing says something. That's what it reminded me of that commercial. Okay. Uh, the things that stick in your mind. Okay, from the past. Six three zero. It's Dion. Hi, Dion. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Neil. Hi. Hi. Okay, what's new and exciting or not? And we know you've migrated and you've applied. And there, have you gone, you were at the fish pond last time we communicated. Well, I I checked out of the hotel and then I went to, I just Google Park. And so I just went to the nearest park. And um, I was only here like two minutes, and I ran into these locals that are fishing. And so uh-huh. they were just telling me that, like, nobody works on Fridays up here or whatever. And um, so I'm at a picnic table. It's actually pretty comfortable. Like, I'm at a picnic table, and I got Cupid, and we're outside. And then I was just checking my emails, and I just got an, a response from somebody who's got an available apartment, an available apartment. Um, and it's in the area, so I am emailing them, just trying to right. stay mentally strong with the situation. I, just, I, I came to the park because I, I need to distress and not be just so with my thoughts all the time, even though, you know, like I'm doing what I can. It's just, it gets to you, you know? No, I understand. It's a good environment to be in, and you can get stuff done at the park. So there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm just sick and tired of being in my car, you know. Sure. Yeah, I bet. But so are so, you? So the next step is what? You've got a second apartment to look at. Um, I just emailed them just now to see if I could go and see it today. And you haven't heard back from the other office yet. No, but they did call me after hours before. Um, well, so yeah. I don't know. I know whether they called no, you after, I would go there. I mean, I, whether they called you after hours before, I would not. Today's Friday. I mean, obviously, they're not going to get someone in there today. I didn't think you were going to get in there today. They're not moving anybody in. They're going through the applications. They're deciding who they want, who they don't want. But they may not even be doing that today. It's Friday, and the guys say they don't work today. So what I would do I know you don't want to be in your car. How far are you from the office? Or the is the rental office at the property? Yeah, there was a rental office at the property, yes. I how far are you from there? I don't know, maybe twenty minutes. Uh, well, I mean, there are a few things that I think you should do today. I think you should look at shelters because I think it would be a good idea if you're not in your car tonight. If it's possible to get a bed. Have you done that at all? Yeah. I did that yesterday. I called all of the numbers and uh-huh. the messages. No response. Places. No. Jeez. It's unbelievable. Probably because they're all booked. Okay. So you've done that. I would take a drive to that rental office. Um, uh, this is just not. You know, I mean, we're, I don't know because, like, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. What are you going to say? 
Well, just the last time, the, they said that I was being too aggressive and I need to let other people do their jobs and stuff like that. So that's why I was just trying to Hang not back. be so pushy. Yeah, I understand that. Okay, it's, so... It's uh, unclear like, if they're even open. You know, Dion, we're, we're working behind the scenes with as much energy input as we possibly can do to assist you. We feel confident you're going to get housing. Um, or the, the, the dramatic conflict is at what point? So if we feel you're going to get it, our, our efforts are to get it sooner than later, as fast as we can. We seem to be uh, riddled with challenges on that part in terms of getting it quicker. And so there's something you're working through. What we'll do is we'll try to remove. Um, have you had to uh, have you had to dispose of any clothing lately? Just throw it away. Yes. Yep. When I moved my stuff into storage. Storage. Yeah. Okay. I already knew that. So that I didn't know that. So what I'm doing with that image is I'm applying it to a to to the process of a validation towards the conclusion that we're trying to get you housing as soon as possible. If you're shedding old clothes, it's like shedding old karma in my mind right now. So as you're putting things into storage, meaning that that's a, a kind of a safe haven in the meantime, we're going to look at two things. One, that you have shelter in your midst of trying to find permanent housing. And then two, that while you are have refuge, in the sheltered area, you are automatically positioned to be qualified for housing. So we're going to do that, and we're going to we're going to just for fun, we're going to say that that by um, let's just say by August fifteenth, just for the heck of it, you have housing. Now it could come before, but I want to throw the ball out and just allow some passage of time. Yeah. So that we're not restricted by saying, well, tomorrow. It could happen anytime between now and the 15th. But we'll start putting out energy to kind of crack that open. Also, have you experienced any kind of broken glass? Have you seen broken glass anywhere? Um, my shell ring broke this morning. Is that okay. glass? That's all that counts. Your it's shell these... ring? Shell ring. So yeah. that's all that counts. It's a it's, it's breaking. It's not glass, but it's a break. And it's a form, uh, It's a material. validation that our radar is connecting to you, and that there is a suggestion that in that connection, even though it's about throwing things away, breaking things, we're finding. Yeah, there a was a broken. Book. There was broken glass when I was moving into the stuff in the storage unit. Okay, that's was, good too. I mean, that was a few weeks, about so, a month ago, but. But that's fine. All of that's okay. So we'll keep putting energy out to that. Keep in touch. Keep in touch, touch, Dion. We have another caller. Um, Keep in touch. Okay. Okay. Take care. Okay. We got to get to this other caller before we go. So we're going to try to probably close it up early today. 914, you're on the air. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. How are you today? Fine. Thanks. Who's this? Catherine from New York. Hey, Catherine. Um, birthday, birthday 
June 26, 1975. Okay. Um, okay. What is going on I was wondering if you see any travel um, this year happening for me, um, either to California or to my family in Italy. Oh, okay. What, before you, when you said travel, I saw you going to Europe. So you mentioned ah. this. So yeah. if, if the trip to Italy is possible, that's what came to my mind first. When you said California, I thought, oh, maybe I'm wrong. But then you said Italy, and that was the vibration of the city. Well, I saw Italy, but I know who you are. I remember who you are. So um, yeah. that wasn't psychic on my part. So. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't I don't remember, Catherine. So my, my uh, vision of, Italy, of Europe came that kind of reference. So is it, what's your obstacle to get to Italy? Um, I have some legal issues hanging over my head. Um, I still want to get some work projects, maybe lay down a foundation for some work projects before I go. Um, so I guess just well, like practicalities. Practicalities, but you, you have family over there? Yes. So did the legal issues create anything like a felony, or are they just... No. Like, like no. Are they just, like, legal issues regarding property, things like that? Yeah, it, it's involving property damage that wasn't, um, that happened, and I've been fighting okay, with it. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Throughout your entire life, look at your entire life. If you ever know anyone named Alice? Alice? Yeah. Yes. And who's that? She was a woman that I wanted to work with, but then it just didn't happen. Mm. Work with in what capacity? Um, she's a producer. Yeah, creatively. What does she do? I think she's a writer. Yeah. Are you a writer? writer or actor, right? Both, yes. You are, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. you, have you been in movies or are you just yeah, struggling? Yeah, a small... Small well, ones what? and background, yeah, I'm not, like, famous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. an actor's name to you, and I just want you to respond just for fun. And uh-huh. the actor is Robert De Niro. Well, you I tell me your reaction. I wrote down Al Pacino. I thought, oh. so we're on the same page. Yeah. Not the right. Wow. <laughs> this is, this is wow. Yeah. Just say something about Robert De Niro. About him? Um, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, name a movie he was in you enjoyed. Uh, the Godfather. Okay, so now we're in Italy and we're in The Godfather. Now, is there anyone in your life named, or throughout your life named Richard or Robert? Both. Yeah, and who are they? Um, one was an ex-boyfriend, and actually I just met another Robert that already ended. <laughs> and Richard was a director I worked for. Okay. Um, you know, there was a Richard Rodriguez, that's the famous director. That's kind of oh, like yes, well, I love his work, so, too. Yes. So, so okay, Al, so you're well-versed. So, so Al Pacino and Godfather. I, I was in the Godfather, Yeah, they both too. Them too. Yeah. So, so, I love we, Al Pacino, too, by the way, yeah. yeah. We think that you're going to be going to Italy. That's what we think. 
California, here I come, maybe there too, but basically, um, let me ask you something. Do you, have, do you own a gold ring? No, her mother lost this gold ring, though. Oh, I yeah. Has your mother ever found that engagement ring? Maybe it wasn't no. gold. No. Okay. okay. It wasn't gold, right? Yeah, it was silver. Um, yeah, we're still looking for it, though. Okay, okay, but did you ever have a gold ring yourself? Yes. And where is it now? My bedroom. Bedroom. Oh. Okay. So there's a movie called In the Bedroom with Spacey. Should be Spacey. Okay. And it's critically renowned. It was by a famous director. I can't recall the director now. But I'm just mentioning these things to increase the flow of energy because you asked about travel, not about career. Uh-huh. Career is getting mixed up into it, but there's some legal issues going on, so on and so forth. We think you're going to be going to Italy maybe maybe this year, possibly. But we'll put oh, out anything you know, to help you go along your, your, your journey, and we made some validations, which may be helpful. Yes, for sure. And uh, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes. God bless you both. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And Catherine can join us on Facebook. She really should. Um, she can find our pages under our Block Talk Radio homepage, Neil and Christian Baker Psychic, and... It is time for us to close the show. We're closing a little early today, started a little late. Well, we did our time. Back on the air next week, Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for the calls, the bye, and the listens, and the chat.